Today's episode of The Instance is brought to you by DoghouseSystems.com. Now, I got this killer deal to tell you guys about, all right? You're going to want to take advantage of this. You're thinking, I've been holding off. I'm not sure when to get my new system, uh, but you just heard, you know, Oculus and Vive and all this stuff's coming out, and you're like, oh, I need a, I need a rig to run these things, and I want to run all these new games. I want to play The Division now. I want to play more, you know, the Overwatch when it comes out, and I'm, I'm super stoked. So what do I got to do? Well, I got an incredible deal right now. If you use the code FROGPANTS when you check out at Doghouse Systems, they will now give you for a limited time while supplies last a 480 gigabyte SSD drive. It was a 240. 480 gigabyte SSD. That's an addition to the default drive that's already in the machine. So this is a another drive that big, 480 gigabyte SSD, uh, absolutely free. All you got to do is use the code FROGPANTS at checkout. That's at doghousesystems.com. The best computers you'll buy to play your games on. Don't forget to use the code Frog pants. You're listening to The Instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Instance, episode 440. My name is Scott Johnson, joined today by everyone. Uh, let's start over here with uh, Willie Dills Gregory in Austin, Texas. Hello, Willie Dills Gregory. Hey, hey, man! What's going on? Good Night. to be back. Missed you uh, last week, Scott, while you were in Mexico. But yeah. I heard you had a great time and lovely finally time. imbibed. Yeah, I had a lovely time. Did you hear what? Uh, did you hear I? Uh, you know, I've got this streak about not drinking alcohol, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I, I was uh, talking to. Uh, James and Svet, because they stayed at my house the other night, yeah. same sex Mary. Yeah. And we were talking, we were like, you know, we were all talking about you for some reason. I don't know why you came up. You know, right. it's not like any of us know you very well or anything. <laughs> uh, but uh, he came up and, and I was like, you know, it would be fun to like hang out with Scott and like drink. And they were like, oh, he drank. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, they listened to the morning show. I ended <laughs> yeah, up. So it you was, had a uh, non virgin, what, pina colada? Pina colada. It was a total accident. The guy brought me the wrong thing. I had no idea. But so now I got, so I have a domestic streak I have to keep up. And All right. we'll see how I it's, do. But, but I hear you didn't really get drunk or anything. No, didn't, I didn't, I didn't really, really feel anything. Too. I think they water that stuff yeah. down so you keep having them come and you get more tips, I think is what's going on there. I, think I mean, did you had you eaten a lot? You were on vacation, so I'm I'm assuming you were eating like plenty. Oh yeah, right? they had like a buffet. If it was on an empty stomach, you probably would have noticed. Yeah, probably. I was eating like a pig. Actually, it was a bad week for that. <laughs> uh, really good time though, and it was great to be away. And we missed everybody, but also with us all the way from uh, not sunny Finland. It's never sunny there, is it? <laughs> Whatever. Patrick's uh, here. Well, <laughs> it was. If it is, everyone it was, dies. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it was sunny for for like a week. Actually, there have been super sunny days. But uh, guess what happened yesterday? It started snowing again. Oh my so gosh. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Finland for you. We got home and it was seventy degrees. Beautiful. That's uh, Fahrenheit. So I don't know what that is in your weird space money. But uh, we got it was real nice when we got home. And then suddenly we had a winter storm morning. And then we had three days of snow. So I totally understand how you feel. It's all good. This Sunday we're back up to seventy, and uh, very happy to be there. That's your news and uh, weather. Now let's move over to sports with Terpster all the way from England. Hello, Terpster. Oh, we're really excited, Scott. We've had some great sports. Uh, uh, I don't know why I'm doing an American accent when obviously I'm in England, but wow, there's so many sports. Yeah, lots of sports. The ones with, with the bowls where you, you throw oh, it. Oh, I love bowls. You do the bowls, yeah. Terpster's a huge ball fan. Uh, I'm, sports I'm a big fan of the bowls. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're here. We're glad to be here. And it's really nice to have the whole crew together. There's actually quite a bit to talk about, um, this week that we'll go through and, uh, in all the games, really, I have a lot of questions to the Hearthstone folks here about 
some recent goings on in Hearthstone that have uh, really surprised me. So we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. There's a bunch of heroes things to talk about. Certainly Overwatch had big news drop while we were gone and uh, turns out a few wow things as well. So sit tight, hold on and enjoy what's likely to be a show. Start with, uh, I think, sad news. Uh, Jonathan Brown, a.k.a. Zarum, who has been on the community team for some 10, 11 years now, uh, or, you know, at least 10 uh, over there at WoW, is no longer with Blizzard. In a very sort of brief, suddenly out of here move, uh, he is no longer on the community team and no longer working at Blizzard. And I was sad to hear that because he's been uh, a really great resource over there and one who was always quick to say, hey, do you want to interview so-and-so or do you want to get, uh, you know, uh, some stuff to review or or whatever, and and uh, I'm, I'm going to miss him. It'd be, uh, be a weird thing without seeing his his floating, steaming skull icon on the boards and all, you know, on Twitter and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, did it catch you guys off guard yeah, a little weird. bit? I saw him, saw him like two days before it. Yeah. And, you know. Everything seemed fine. Weird. Right? He well, would, I, I guess it was fine. Yeah, I think, yeah. It, I think it was fine when it, you said Maybe fine. things are still fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure things are fine, but he had, he had been there for 10 years. I mean, anyone, when you're yeah. doing something for 10 years, it has to become, right, Scott? It has to become, like, super difficult and boring, right, Scott? When you're doing the same show thing, work for 10 years, right, right Scott? Right, right, exactly. It's an, I, don't, I can't No, no, really, no. Yeah. I, no, okay. I get I, you. I get you, but I'm fairly certain from the the way we were talking two days earlier that he wasn't going two days earlier. Yeah, that's the, oh, that's really? the thing. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh it was. So that that's that's why it's a real shame. Yeah, he's a he's a you know really nice guy. You know, he's he's always been you know a friend of the show and just you know genuinely kind of seemed to enjoy his job and be good at his job. So just sad, really. Yeah, you know, we don't know the details. Can't speculate. So, yeah, but, you what, know, but, what, well. Scott, you were saying, do, do you think finally Blizzard found out that he was giving you interviews on, like, <laughs> no. it, they were like, oh my God, it's those guys, you're out. I don't think that was it. I, I mean, honestly, I have no details other than I have spoken to him offline since since the relatively abrupt and unceremonious uh, change. And um, it, it was, it came unexpectedly, let's put it that way. And I, and it, so- it sounds to me like it wasn't anything anybody had sort of planned, but I don't know, man. It feels like there's a hole there now. There's it's it's a good team, regardless. You know, the CM team's always been had their strengths and stuff, and they'll do fine. But you know, there is a weak link though. There's a guy called Randy who's just a joker. <laughs> really? He's just. Hey, you he's, got... I don't know if he's ever even played World of Warcraft. Right. I don't know. I don't know how he got on that he's team. Just, just that, he's just there, just chilling out. <laughs> Aloha. Yeah, yeah, I remember enjoy. listening to a show a while back where he was saying, you know that Burning Crusade Outlang thing? I'm not going to go. I don't care. They didn't tell me where to go in-game, so yeah. I'm going to stay here and hang out. And he did that for, like, days. One that's, of the, one of the famous uh, moments in the show's history where he refused to go anywhere because the game wasn't telling him <laughs> to go. It was it was Northrend, right? He wasn't going to go to Northrend. Uh, it was Outlang. No NPC was telling him to go. Yeah, I think that was it. And I was like, dude, I'm already in like, you know, uh, Grizzly Hills. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just waiting here by Orgrimmar, waiting for someone to... (laughs) Just talking to every NPC to see if someone wants me to do anything. Yeah, that was a pretty funny (laughs) moment. Um, No, uh, you got to see everybody because you went out there for a Hearthstone event uh, the other day. Actually, let's talk about that just real quick since you're kind of fresh from that. Oh, Terpster, you were there? Yeah, he went. Yeah, I was there. Oh man, I was there. we were there the day before the, the Americans. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Garrett didn't go in the end, did he? 
No, he was supposed to be our representative, and then he got super sick right at the last minute, and it was too too late to change. Sounds uh, convenient. Yeah, Sounds convenient. <laughs> he had like really two. Nice. He had Everyone two. Well, he had like two rounds of like horrible like antibiotic treatment. Like he was sick. really. I don't know sick. what the hell happened to that guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the flu hit him like a like a freaking truck. But but you went out well, there. That Florida man flu. You know you got to watch out for that. <laughs> oh, that's bad. It'll have you shooting chickens and I don't know jumping Mickey out of things faces naked and stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. Real bad. Anyway, so Terpster, how did it go? What what happened there on the ground? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we just got to see the whispers of the old god stuff a couple of days early. Um, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really much to say. There's, you know, it was it was a thing. It was cool. Yeah. But it, at the same time, you know, everything everyone saw on Friday yeah. was what we saw like on Tuesday. Mm. So. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't particularly insightful right, beyond that. Right. I don't know anything else. Yeah, sadly. It was nice so did, you, uh, did you only get to see the the like seven cards that they showed? Yeah, the six, yeah six cards. cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, really? four days away from home and office uh, for for <laughs> six cards. Um, but they gave you a cool they could possibly choose from. So, and then they later showed more cards, obviously, on the live stream over the weekend, uh, but we didn't get to see those. So, I think yeah. it's just a there hoot. must be a story there because yeah. I can't believe they would do that for just you know four cards and just get everyone six across cards. the ocean. Six just cards, for that. Patrick. Six, six, cards. six cards. I don't uh, four cards. That would be ridiculous. I'm with you there. <laughs> no, um, it, it, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I don't know. I've it, spoke to some people since, and they've all been like, "Oh yeah, thanks for the feedback. Yeah, no, yeah, we're definitely you know, it's we've not really done a, a media event before for Hearthstone or for ages, you know, so we're just." Uh, Trying to figure out what's good. You know, we want to meet everyone. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it's good. It's great. It's just, you know, just, you know, I don't want to sound ungrateful. You know, because I was like, is anyone else said anything? No, no one else has said anything. Really? Okay, okay. Well, you know, well, shit, maybe I guess I'm not getting invited back. I mean, so, a, a lot of them. A lot of them were good. You know, a lot of it was domestic flights and people. With, you know, two, three hour flights and no well, big no, deal. No, there was fifty. EU no, there guys. was a bunch of people yeah, for me. You. Yeah, it's those that I'm surprised about. Yeah. So everyone thought it was going to be something big just because, and I mean, an expansion is kind of big, but they do one at least a year. Um, Supposedly now it's going so, to be two expansions and one adventure a year, and that's the schedule from here on out. Wow. But uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, who knows? Is, is it, is I, I thought they were going to be doing more stuff around, you know, standard and and release dates were going to be coming really, really soon and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, then I mean, not only that, it was like, oh, and it's also six to with the six eight weeks. Mm -hmm. In two pre-builds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we had two pre-built decks that we could play. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is you know, you play that a couple of times, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I've seen what I need to see. That. So, so Dill's uh, the two a year thing. How does that have an effect on the standard? The, the standards thing is, or the standard uh, format is still to, uh, the the previous two years worth of content. Isn't that the plan, or is that changed? Essentially, yeah. Um, okay. So what's going to happen when they first roll it out is you're going to lose. Uh, goblins versus gnomes and uh, the Naxxramas adventure. Mm -hmm. So you're going to lose one expansion and one adventure. And then the idea is that they have two adventures a year and one, or sorry, two expansions a year and one adventure. Mm -hmm. And then so every two years those will cycle out, right? Okay. Um, and, and I don't know exactly how the scheduling is going to work on that, but, or even if they'll be able to stick to that, who knows? This this expansion seems to have taken quite it's a while. Yeah. What's that? I thought it was every year they were going to, you know, start cycling out two, or maybe it's well, two but years. they'll yeah. cycle out something that's two years old yeah but every yeah, so year exactly, there will be yeah, changes yeah. yes right 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 yeah but that's so the it's thing. two so years they're, they're, at the moment when standard drops there'll be less mm -hmm. cards than the current yes. card pool is today mm -hmm. but by the time standards kind of towards its end for the first year 
there'll be more cards than you currently have. Yeah, well, and actually already... it's weird because the end of the year, that's going to be the biggest card pool every single time. So like, there's going to be this kind of cycle where at the beginning of each year, you're going to have a smaller set. And then as the year goes on, the, the, the set will get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And by the time, I hope this is how it works, by the time it's BlizzCon time, you've got all the cards, like you know, the biggest amount you're going to have, so there's more variety in the decks at BlizzCon. I really hope that that's how it does work with the scheduling. We'll, we shall see. Mm-hmm. With Patrick, yeah, you're it's, not, say. it's not guaranteed, though, because BlizzCon is usually end of October, early November, or around that time. And they might not have the, the second expansion of the year ready by then. Exactly. Or it's going to be a mess for the championships because they, they might have just added the second expansion of the year. And uh, yeah, it's going to be... At the moment, why this I was is hopeful, the longest though. we've ever gone without uh, an expansion as well. Yeah. This yeah. isn't yeah. coming out to end of April, early May. Mm. This is why so. I was hopeful that we were going to see this expansion in March, right? Like right around now. Yeah. I was really and happy. Thing, I, I thought we'd we'd see it and it'd be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's out next week. Yeah. Um, but you know, they can do that with, ex- uh, with, um, adventures because they have, they just need to get at least the first week ready and then they've got another mm-hmm. week to try and get the next week ready. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I don't know, but they're working on their two expansions ahead of what we're seeing now anyway, you yeah. know, at different stages. So this is just with like the final balance team and they're, you know, busy working on other stuff. So yeah. I'm sure they can crank it out. Doesn't it feel a bit like this is uh, the column before the 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 way they want to do things moving forward? In other words, they needed they needed a little pocket of time to 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 get ready for standards. Oh no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's a a big big change um, to how competitive Hearthstone is is played. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's just frustrating. I think from a player, it's like you know, in WoW, we're kind of used to it, mm-hmm. but it's still not a good thing that you get an expansion. And yeah. then you basically play through it. It has a patch, and then you wait a year till you get to have more updates. Mm-hmm. That's the sad thing for WoW. And they've always said, "Oh, yeah, we want to do it quicker," but they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just uh, it's it's now getting to that point where you know I, I load up WoW and I'm like, "Oh, I better ding a character to twenty so I can get a cosmetic here in Hearthstone." <laughs> literally all I know. I, I was do. the longest I played WoW in a really long time. Was yeah, my same for Liedrin. me. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a decade old, well, over a decade. It was the first character ever made. Uh, it was an orc hunter uh, that had no ranged weapon, wearing all kind of white <laughs> and gray items that was level 19. Uh, wow. And I, I instance queued, uh, stood at the back, dinged, and then just logged off. There you go, job done. So it's, it depends. <laughs> depends on what you got. Yeah. Depends on what you got. You gonna, well, I could have looked for one, but I decided to do it on stream with a buddy and make it like a little thing where we, oh, let's go back and... Did you create a blood paladin called Lady Liadrin? Uh, no, but I, I, I created, I did, I did make a blood elf, but it was a mage. Because um, oh. I didn't, that was the only class I didn't have on Earth and Ring. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it here. Do you suppose this? It was, uh, it was actually pretty fun. Do you it sp- took like two you, and a half hours. Do you guys suppose this get- is a chance for them to say, hey, Hearthstone people who never played WoW but came to this game because you like mobile games or whatever your reason for being here is? How about y'all hop into WoW there and just get a little taste of that? Is that what this whole promotion's about? Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay, and you and, know what? And all of it's... the ones, all of us who have been playing WoW for a long time, we don't really care. We go in and we're like we're being super, uh, you know, jaded, and we're like, ah, I played for an hour, and I, it's the longest time I've played in months. <laughs> but that's we're not the target for this promotion. It's for other yeah. people to go and try it out, right? Sure. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. But I, I do similar to the heroes promotion where you had where basically people just went in and made Smurf accounts to get this mount. I like the I, I get the idea. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to 
you know, get people, give you something fun and cosmetic to uh, help promote their game. In this case, it's another game. It's cross-promoting a game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are some people out there who got really kind of screwed by this and would rather have the option to also pay nine ninety nine if they if they so choose because uh, I you know I was streaming it. I'm talking about it. I you know it's fine for me. I have WoW installed and all that kind of stuff. This guy was like, yeah, I'm re-downloading WoW right now. And it's, you know, 40 gigs or whatever. I have to delete things off my computer because I don't have that much space on my computer. Mm-hmm. But I need Liadrin, and he's pissed, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's another guy who's like, I really want Liadrin, but uh, I was horribly addicted to World of Warcraft, and I really don't want to log in and maybe, you know, kick myself back into some sort of dangerous situation for me. Mm-hmm. And then there was other people who were just, like, you know, didn't want to actually physically have to do anything. I don't understand why you can't also just say, yeah, for $9.99, you can just skip all that. Yeah. Um, I would really like to see that because I, I think they still get they still get the legs out of it of some people going in and trying because they'd rather do that than spend the $9.99. I, just wonder, I think it still but, works. I just wonder just, if most of the people that would do it are more of us and less of players who, who haven't tried dabbled, dabbling in WoW. Or the, at least that's I'm, what they're thinking. I'm sure there's a lot of people who tried WoW for the first time because of this. Yes, I'm sure that happened. But um, there was a lot of people who this kind of su- really sucked for um, in a way that I'm sure maybe Blizzard didn't even consider. But, you know. Yeah. Reminds it, me it, of the, the, the fact is, though, it is a, a purely cosmetic thing. No one has to have it. But that's not how gamer minds work, you know? I, I don't know. know. I, I had to have it. To have exactly. It, so. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You don't <laughs> technically have to, but come on. You have to. Terpster, I'm sure your group loved you for coming into that dungeon and then standing there and then leaving as soon as you dinged 20. I'm sure they thought that was great. That was a that was a quality yeah. dungeon learning oh, experience. I'd lead by example. You know, you gotta <laughs> you got to play the game the way you'd want to have the game played with you. Right. Like. I bam. love that. There's, I've had it happen to me in the past. God, I'm not I'm not feeling jaded about that. Sure. I had a limited window of time. And much like when they did the Heroes of the Storm, you know, sweet refer a friend, ruin the game for a couple of weeks. Right. I was thinking, that's how we do it. You're going to put an incentive in there. I'm going to make the game a bit worse for the couple of weeks in which everyone's rushing it. Yeah, they vultured but it. But I think also level 19 dungeon, I think you're you're going to be fine with four people. So unless, yeah. you know, there, there were that's a few of I them who were well. actually... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe three of them were people actually trying to get the promotion and everyone logged off the second you you know well, i made sure though 20 it and, was uh, um no, we did that serpent I, shrine yeah. and i i just went around and uh picked up or black fan deeps one of them mm. uh, i just picked up all the uh i think it's serpent shrine i picked up all the you know, whaling the caverns is probably what it was yeah whaling caverns just, um, yeah. yeah maybe yeah yeah and I, just, I just picked up all the quest items on the floor didn't hand the quests in didn't need to but at least they didn't. So sweet. Jobs are good. And you'll we, never, we did the we yeah. did a very similar thing, but we we did participate in the kills. But the moment we ding twenty, we bailed on the group like yeah. immediately. Yeah. And we were like, that was a dick move, but you know, yeah, they understand. Sure. And it's anonymous, and so who you know, it's one of the problems. It's one. Well, you know, we were only the tank, and uh, and <laughs> you're <laughs> so only we, tank and healer. It was a bad thing yeah. to do, but it's fine. It's yeah, fine. A healing paladin and a tank paladin, and <laughs> yeah. you know, like, hey, see you later, three DPS. S- see you guys. Good luck. I guess those cues they fill up pretty quick with those two rolls. So no, that, level, that, level, level twenty, right they now, could too, probably yeah. do it even without a tank. Or no, they really could. Know, nowadays, it's fine. So hold on, Terpster, were you there with no ranged weapon for the whole for that whole thing? Yep, no <laughs> pet. I haven't played him in like like over a decade. That's Literally, amazing. it was the first character I ever rolled in WoW. Yeah. Um, and I have uh, a question: yeah. Can you even shoot anything without a ranged weapon? 
Nope. No. So yeah, so you couldn't actually do any abilities. Nope. Nope. Couldn't yes. do nothing. Okay. Could stand and, you have uh, mongoose. Before I realized well, that, you I went auto attack time. with auto attack with your whatever melee weapon you I had in hand. You right? can. There's not even a slot for it anymore. Not right? Yet. Not oh, till not till not, not even till Legion. Yeah, in Legion you'll get it back, but you don't get it now, and and you're you can't even swing. In fact, I'm guessing you could what? Uh, what could you do? You could do a, a hawk or no, whatever it is. I just stood there. I just stood there, Scott. <laughs> you could run a couple of passives. Uh, I, I guess. Don't know. No, okay. The, what, that's an interesting. That's an interesting puzzle. The one thing you could do was maybe stand in front before the the, the um, fight starts to aggro some of the mobs to take the pressure off of the people that no, are going to be... No, again, because I was... You got to remember, this is you an could, original you could. WoW of Hunter. You didn't. So yeah. all I did is I rolled need on all the items and just stood at the back <laughs> doing nothing. So... Yeah. Yeah, you know, oh I just play gosh. it how it's meant to be played. You are one. That is a trolley thing, and I love it. You did a fine job. Good job. You're an example to us all. Uh, <laughs> here's another strange example to us all. For, uh, for whatever reason, Warcraft 3 and Diablo 2 got patches the other day, and I'm starting to think I, I have a theory about the reason. Um, I think Blizzard okay. is... so. so this Blizz Mebos. So no, first... Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not that. Um, Warcraft hasn't been patched for a decade. Uh, Diablo three or Diablo two last patch was about 2011, and so everybody was like, "Whoa, these are kind of out of nowhere." I think that them making it possible, which is primarily what happened here for these games to run on modern computers, uh, both mm -hmm. Macs and PCs, is them ramping up for a scenario where BattleNet has everything Blizzard's ever really done, especially anything that you know had a multiplayer focus, uh, along with this voice stuff coming. They want to make it so if you want to just get into a good old-fashioned match of Warcraft 3 and you want to go head-to-head -head with your buddy, you can both hop on voice channel, talk about it, launch it, and go, and that these things are probably not even going to cost people money if you don't already own them. Um, I think they have real plans for just trying to take everything Blizzard's ever done and say, look at this, modern, classic, wow which is now 11 years old like all of these variable things all of these crazy things that we've made over the years you can now just freaking play them i, I don't know though because um, i mean have you played old games yeah i don't old like games them. are pretty bad yeah i don't like like them. i don't think it's necessarily something like you remember them being like i remember starcraft looking as good as starcraft 2 mm -hmm. and to be honest with you i remember starcraft 2 looking better than starcraft 2 looks now yeah um <laughs> i think you, you, nostalgia is this powerful you know amazing thing that i wish i possessed more of um, because you, you just you enjoy it until you're confronted with it. Mm. I I don't know why they're making Warcraft three, you know, giving it a patch, but they've got a head of like kind of classic games or whatever they call him. So there's a team that their job is to work on these titles, and Blizzard's always had a big thing about you know lifelong support of their games. Mm -hmm. So I don't. Well, there I don't is know still a pro scene around like, Warcraft oh, three. Yeah, nothing else to do. Yeah, there, there are still Warcraft three pros. Most of it, I think, is happening oh, in yeah. China at this point, but. Um... It's it's definitely still being played. Grubby still it's a bigger uh, streams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, he still streams quite a bit of Warcraft Three on his stream. He streams mostly Heroes of the Storm, but he also like has a day that he dedicates just to that. So that he's still playing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think enough people are playing it that it's worth it to them to give those like throw those people something to say, hey, we, we still get it that you guys are here and you guys are doing this. Mm -hmm. It's also super good PR. I mean, it gives the image of Blizzard. You know, you can buy a game and it's going to be running forever. Mm -hmm. They're really yeah. behind it. That's a really good um, point. I, yeah, I think it's yeah. it's it's 
completely possible that we're going to see those old games come to Battle.net at some point, maybe under a special, you know, legacy games or classic games tab or something. Um, however, I really don't think we're going to see them available for free, Scott. Yeah, that I think it'll be really cheap, though. I disagree. It'll be like it's, five it's, bucks. They're already, like that, they're already five or ten bucks, right? Yeah. They're in the, yeah, they're in the Blizzard cheap. store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're mostly ten bucks. Um, but you can already buy them. Uh, wait, let me see. Classic games, uh, nine bucks. I've added and Frozen Throne it's, and stuff to my battle account. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You can get uh, Warcraft 3. If you go to your Battle.net uh, shop tab, there's uh, Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos, and Frozen Throne, Starcraft Anthology, uh, Diablo 2, and Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction. All of them are 10 euros, except uh, Starcraft, which is 15 for the anthology. Right. So, yeah, you can already do it. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to be free at any point. Maybe not. Um, at some point, they need to probably be free, though, if they if they really care, because <laughs> no one's going to buy no. them. So, yeah, no, they, they don't. Vikings Why? Free. Lost Vikings is free. I don't you can mean that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. I, I'm saying there's a shelf life. I'm saying at some point, you put those up there for 10 bucks, and knowing what people can buy for $10 on Steam these days, it's going to seem like a no, lousy but this is Blizzard, deal. Though. Like, Blizzard never yeah. thinks, hey, guys, is that game too expensive? Is this... Is this mount? Is this item? Is this expansion? <laughs> is this everything too expensive? Mm, no, in fact, let's 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 put another five bucks on there. Let's just see. Let's see. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I don't want even want to buy this now. It's so expensive, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you know, I I really don't see why they would need to make them free. Maybe you know, temporary promotion, cheaper. But you know what, Scott? If they make it free, yes, some more people are gonna are gonna play them. But it's not going to make them any money. However, if they make them ten bucks and ten people buy them, it's going to make them a hundred bucks. That's more than no bucks. Yeah, more bucks is better than no bucks. But there's also there is also the uh, just just like Scott was saying, or or I think it was I don't know somebody said it, but it's the good it's the good promotion. It makes them look good, and also if it's a gateway to anybody playing Diablo three, if it's a gateway to anybody playing. Uh, any kind of Warcrafty thing because of you know here try out this game for free then that's still worth something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but I, I also but, agree with you. There's no real need to do that. Five bucks is still something that's not. No one's gonna really like think too much about. Like five bucks, it's like buying an old game on Steam or something. Yeah, you know, it's like I oh, think two forty nine. I get this weird old game. Yeah, you players aren't gonna are aren't gonna be interested. It's nostalgia players that are gonna exactly. Check no, it's, it out, it's I very guess. true. And and for Diablo, if they want to get people to, to try Diablo 3, there was a bug on Battle.net at some point a couple of weeks ago that was uh, stating Diablo was available for free until level 70 or something or 60. Uh, and they said it was a bug. It seems like a weird bug to have happen out of nowhere yeah. to have this kind of strange displayed. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so I think if they wanted to get people to try it, maybe something to do would be to give away Diablo 3 up to level 60 or something like that. Or, you know, well, make Diablo, a, a Diablo starter are, edition. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, Warcraft 3 has just a ton of story in it. So I think that's really like, to me, that would be the main focus to go back and, and play through that again. It's just to kind that's of true. see all those story elements that have been kind of retold now in World of Warcraft. Uh, as far as Diablo goes, maybe there's some nostalgia because they just released the Necromancer, but. And, you know, I don't think that's enough really to drive it. I I really do think it's because they realize people are still playing these games and, you know, it's worth it to them to make sure that those people can actually play them on modern machines. Because that's mostly like Scott, you were saying, that's what I thought I got from the patch notes was most of the patch notes were around making them playable without having to do too much. Yeah, without uh, having to tweak your, your systems your and jump through hoops. And, yeah. Because right now it's it's sort of a pain, even with the it's stuff. Hard. They, even Even yeah. like the Diablo 3 um, Reaper of Souls uh, USB special edition version of Diablo, 
currently, I believe, without this patch, doesn't run properly now on Windows 10, as an example. And mm-hmm. so this this brings all that stuff current. And it also, might, the more important thing is, regardless, I think this brings it into the ecosystem so that now we've got voiceover, now you've got it in one place along with everything else. It's not some separate thing that's this ancient deal you got to run separately from all your other Blizzard things. It just kind of brings well, it's everything not there in. Yet, right? No, it's not, but I think that's coming. I mean, there's no way that's not coming. And I think also, you know, one thing we didn't mention at all, I think they might really like those games and want them to be current and playable, even certainly not just for themselves. But I I think it it factors into the decision. They want to be able to have them because it's their thing they made. I just can't imagine Mm. right now firing up Diablo 2 and playing at the maximum resolution of uh, 1024 by 768. I can't even. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 800 by 600 was the maximum resolution. Yeah, yeah, it's four by three. Yeah, Ugh. I can't do it. I can't make myself do that. Not on a big monitor. And, you know, like, why would why would you do that? I know that Diablo 2 is an amazing game. It's, it's, I just think it's really weird because like with with WoW, they never really encourage us to look back. There's always been a big push for you know vanilla servers, classic servers and all of this. And they always their statement is, is like, you know, this game is the best version of this game. You know, play it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's different. It's current. WoW is current. Those but games like, are like three. Yeah, you know, I, I get that there's a different story and there's some different mechanics and characters and stuff, but Diablo 3 is the best Diablo experience that you can have. Mm-hmm. Diablo 2 is an inferior experience, mm, short really of nostalgia and having some awareness of it. I think I some people will be it, it very, feels very... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get well, emails fine, about that. That's fine. That's fine. I just think it's, uh, you know, it just feels a bit indulgent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's you're comparing apples and oranges. It's really not the same thing at all. But, yeah, well, exactly, man. And they're, you know, they're, they're you know, apple <laughs> I think we can all agree. Apples are clearly the better fruit experience, yeah. right? If you're so, going to eat you know, an orange. Yeah. Yeah. So Listen. what are they doing? Orange eaters. Um, I just, I don't know what they're doing. Look, if you hire a guy and say you're in charge of the classic gaming part of the thing, that's what I'm saying. The, the end game here is to just bring it yeah. all in the family so it looks like one big, amazing package to have that launcher on your computer. It's well, let's look forward to more cool stuff. Is all we can really say. Sure. I, I mean, maybe we don't care, and we maybe we don't play it. But there are people out there who do care and are going to be playing this stuff, and it's cool for them. Everyone I talked to this Yay. week was so jazzed about those patches. I think there is a genuine excitement oh, cool. about it, and and I think Terps is dead right about it being a nostalgia play. There's no, there's no nobody mm-hmm. who never cared about these is caring now. I think it's so dangerous though, because it's like, it's like going back. It's like you know getting back with an ex girlfriend. There's a reason you broke up. You know, like, you know, life is... Yeah, because she's be ugly now. Have you seen the new girlfriend out there? You're like, ah, oh, man, this isn't as good as I remembered it. I remember all the good things. You mean you're but eight? Is, yeah. Maybe she broke up with you, and uh, you really wanted to stay together, but you couldn't. And now you're like, oh, my God, I can finally live out all my fantasies from when we were together. Yeah. And then, But then you go back, and you're like, you know what? It's not, it's not uh, how I remembered it. It's not but as good. Maybe it is going to be like you remembered it. No, you're like, I, man, I, I this just, my girl, my old 800 by 600 girlfriend sucked. She's terrible. <laughs> I like the man, new I'm hotness. into widescreen yeah. girls, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she 4K. That's right. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, the Warcraft movie got a TV spot trailer thing. Um, I'm going to play a piece of it just so you guys can hear the beginning of it. But it's uh, it's basically a, um, you know, it's it's more, I don't know, I feel like it's more trailer than we've actually gotten. But here's here's the beginning of it, and you can kind of get a... A feel for the audio, anyway. There's a there's a human there, picking up his shield. He's got a big sword. Can't tell who he is. And 
slams it, says, come on, come at me, bro. And there's no bros. Then there's a big old orc, we think, that's <laughs> oh, an orc. Oh, here's the bro. Yeah, there here's he your is. bro. And, uh, he's looking down. It looks like they're in, like, Duratan- or, uh, Duratar, somewhere- somewhere dusty. Yeah, very dusty. Yeah. On June 11th, says Somewhere the outside text. of Orgrimmar. Well, here he comes. Oh, no, shit! No, I- Oh, he just beat the hell out of him. Anyway, and then the only- the other- the part I wanted to it's, point out is yeah. we got to see a dwarf, and that's kind of rad. Right. So uh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Don't this don't. Video the one they showed way back wasn't this like the first video they ever showed? I don't think you so. Remember, like so. it was at Comic Con like three years ago or something stupid, and they showed a single alliance soldier versus an orc in a deserty type thing as like a proof of you know like a concept type thing of this is what it's going to feel like. Oh, uh, that. wasn't that? Do you remember I, that? I, I no, do no, remember I that. Either, I do. I, I do remember that. Before. No, I remember. But this that. Also I don't has think a bunch of footage at the end too. That's yeah. not that. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is honestly. I think no, no, this but I'm is just saying best, that clip. This is this is the best trailer they've made for the game. I I absolutely love it. I think it's the where is the uh, the the path the ores come through uh, in the south of uh, the eastern. Uh, oh, the, the, oh, that's where they are. I think. The Blasted Lands. Thank you, Terpster. Yeah. And and that confrontation between the human and the orc is exactly what the movie should embody, right? It, it, they're just the two of them. It's almost reminiscent of the Warcraft 3 intro. Mm -hmm. I, I really love it. And then it's a, a series of action scenes, scenes, bam, 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 bam. And you see, like, just little vignettes of what you're going to be experiencing in the movie. I, I was way more convinced by this one minute trailer than I was by all the previous ones. I loved it. Totally and I'm, agree. I'm, it actually made me way more hyped for the movie than I was before. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. I'm trying if to find evidence of exactly where it is because Blasted Lands, I feel like, is more orange than this. But Well, it definitely is in the um, game, for sure. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how much of that they tried to. Because it makes sense. It's where where they where they show up, and it's the first battle or something. Well, there's yeah, like right? snowy so mountains off in the distance. Is there snowy mountains near Blasted uh, Lands at all? Not. Yeah, but uh, they're going to take some liberties. I don't know if they're going <laughs> to. Yeah, no, God they're, damn it! No, <laughs> they do not get to take liberties. Yeah, deals. Look at it this way: they've got way better draw distance in the movie than they do in the game. So, <laughs> so you're hey, man, on my new computer, I can see pretty damn far. <laughs> Um. Uh. So I was gonna say. Oh, and there's. I just. Don't, I don't want to limit the 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 awesomeness of what we see there with the dwarf. There's a dwarf raising a gun, and the, and it is a Warcraft ass looking dwarf, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Very excited about whatever that means. So, um. Yeah. I'm. I'm sufficiently more tweaked on this than I was previously, and I don't exactly know why. But trailers, you know, they have a responsibility to convey what we may get, and if this is the tone. Um, way more into that than I was the previous trailer, which was fine. It just felt like Hollywood standard, you know, punch it out it's and make a trailer. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the Avatar thing was really coming through. This feels a little more visceral. That fight at the beginning seems dirty and 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 hard, and mm -hmm. you know, all the things that I'm usually described as by ladies that I know, mm -hmm. dirty and hard. <laughs> So the guy jumping onto the mount onto the flying mount also is like barefoot. So I'm trying to figure out like it looks like a hobbit. Oh, that's this is definitely that's, not a hobbit. No, that's King. That's King uh, Lien. Yeah. So he's, King. why does he have no shoes on right now? I What's think he was uh, uh, chilling. Maybe he just woke just up. A sudden escape in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> like, oh, the well, what the, okay. the fuck? What might the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I think you're not wrong. I think he probably was All like right. in bed or something or. You know, quickly, okay. her quickly and put on like my pauldrons. Was, 
I think there's a there's a scene where you're gonna be you know you're gonna have the camera on a dolly of him running from his bedroom and losing his slippers <laughs> like as he's <laughs> rushing to the thing right. and then I think that will be pretty epic. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, and the it. slippers are embroidered with the lion, the the alliance lion, you know, all mm-hmm. of that. It's badass. Yeah. Uh, some uh, notes about uh, some other MMO news just to mention them because I think it's significant um, or at least indicative of the genre in general and how it's suffering a little bit. Um, massive layoffs for Wildstar staff. So that game, which we recently went free to play, I guess isn't hitting whatever expectations it needs to. Although there's always a lot of turnover in other MMO studios. So maybe that isn't that big of a surprise. But on the heels of that, EverQuest Next, which you know, showed a lot of promise. People seem to be pretty excited about canceled, like full on. Nope, not doing it. Uh, we're out. No EverQuest next. Yeah, I'm coming, though, I think. yeah. did you? Yeah. We hadn't been hearing anything about the EverQuest next for a while. Landmark came and was kind of, you know, sort of sound, felt a little bit stale. Yeah. Um, yeah, and when and Daybreak when company was bought by Daybreak, right. yeah, they they got rid of a lot of the top lot designers of- and stuff like that. Yeah. But, the thing about EverQuest Next is that it sounded super cool on paper, but it also felt a little bit like, a, a, you know, a developer's theoretical wet dream. They were like, oh, we're going to have all those AI that are going to create these things and those things. And like, it's it's building a world, but it didn't seem like they're going to, they, they were thinking about what would be fun. And ultimately, the reason they gave her canceling EverQuest Next was, well, we didn't find the fun in the game, which is, you know, it's good of them to to acknowledge that and, and not keep pushing when it's not there. But it kind of felt a little bit like it was already that I had that feeling when they first announced it. They're like, oh, it's going to dynamically create like tribes of mobs that are going to be where you want them and not, you know, where you have an economy that is going to balance the whole world on the right. It, it's it's. It's sort of simulation e, mm-hmm. but is that going to be fun? Does it serve the the player experience, the gameplay? I'm not sure, mm-hmm. and I guess they found out that it well, kind of didn't. Not at the expense uh, of what it probably costs to realize those kinds of uh, plans. You know, like that. There, there's a certain level of that's neat, and I wish that was in WoW, and I wish mobs were being dynamically created. That sounds really cool, but if that's if you if that that's not going to be a thing you can do right quickly it's not something that's going to be cheap and you're oh. going to take forever to do it and is that in the budget now you're daybreak and who the hell are you and you and you don't you know this isn't the same as 10 years ago and mmos are in this weird place yeah. like there's all these factors that probably just said yep a little too optimistic we probably should just cancel it and but- those are you're right. It's the last two MMOs, aren't they? I mean, there are. I know there are others, and there's uh, Swator still getting expansions and stuff. But really, who would go and start a, an MMO today? I mean, yeah. I was thinking about this about Blizzard. Even now, that you know, Blizzard, the way they work is, is when they finish a game, they get together and they're like, "All right, what new game do we want to do?" I don't think any developer nowadays would get together and think, "We want to do an MMO." Like no. unless you're a hardcore MMO fan, but uh, no, they get but together and they at, yeah. Look th- at Titan. Mm-hmm. Titan failed, and then they're like, "What are we going to do with it?" Well, let's turn it into Overwatch. Right. Yeah. Right. And they then, didn't look I at that and go like, you, "Well, you, we could make a better MMO. We just need to yeah. change this and that and this and that." Yeah. 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 Another game. You make expensive. a cool game with MMO fun- like some MMO features, and not just make an MMO and exactly. try to figure out how to change that game. That's what you I was going to say. Cool game, and you go, okay, well, it's got more social stuff than 
this type of game used to have. That's exactly that's, what I was going to say. Like Destiny, uh, now The Division, which I think is really good, by the way. I've been playing it. Um, they These games are... In, in a lot of ways, the children of MMOs, they they take the best parts of those or, or parts of them, whether you think they're the best or not, but they take the loot grind and the the raiding aspect and all those sorts of things. They put it into a new first person or third person sort of shooter genre, uh, changes it from fantasy to something else like they tweak the formula, but they are kind of the the successors in a lot of ways. They all suffer from the same problem, though, which mm. is like with every MMO that's come to market ever which is the, the end game isn't as developed. You know, all these games, when they come to market, we expect, our expectations are so much higher because of these established games in the genres that, you know, a new thing comes out, oh, yeah, it's great fun up until this point, and then it kind of falls away a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really been my experience, at least with every single game that's come out in the MMO genre and this sort of pseudo, you know, multiplayer kind of persistent world you know, Destiny, uh, stuff like that, mm-hmm. is that they're great to start with and then they just kind of fall apart somewhere. Yeah, they all kind of have. But you could even argue that Warlords have that problem, you know? Like, it, 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 WoW doesn't necessarily have a, uh, you know, a, a record of having bad endgame. In fact, they kind of reinvented it and made it a thing that everyone copied. But, but you could argue that Warlords lost its way in that regard um, and just sort of yeah. did a safe thing. I know? don't. I wouldn't say that. I think the problem of with Warlords was that they had content for, you know, a, a little bit under a year and and that was it. Except for, you know, the garrisons, which we've talked about at length. Well, but yeah. uh no, but the, but the, the really dungeons good video. were super cool and the and the sure. raids were good, right? Sure. Yeah, but there's a video that Kungan just made recently that kind of speaks to I think what's kind of happened over time. And we we've talked about it as it's happened in World of Warcraft, but essentially the the easier they've made endgame and the easier they've made progression, the the kind of more they've watered down the the endgame, uh, you know, just just how it actually plays out to the player base. Because if you you know, he was talking about a lot of people who are who are high end raiders and stuff, they had the most fun in vanilla because endgame was so difficult. You had forty people and then like two items dropped. So you had reasons to like continue to go back and back and back because it took so long to actually gear up your entire team. And he's, you know, his, his argument is now you go in and you kill with 20 people, you kill a boss and seven items drop. And within a month or so, everybody has all the gear and there's no reason to continue to play, right? So then they sit and they wait until the next thing comes out. And like it, while that's an extreme case for him, it is still somewhat true that a lot of people... Uh, get a little bit more burnt out when it's when the progression just happens so quickly, mm-hmm. and that might be what the end game problem kind of is at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, there's not enough cool stuff, the fights aren't good enough. It's just that the progression happens so much faster that it just doesn't feel as good, right? Like getting something doesn't feel as cool. Mm-hmm. All I, that. I think stuff, it may so. feel as cool, but because there's no other, because this was the only patch, they don't have any future patches for this. It feels mm-hmm. like less. Like well, that's yeah. If, if if content was constantly coming out, then yeah, it wouldn't feel that way. But is that feasible? Is that possible? Probably that not. something Blizzard can actually do is yeah. just continue to put out content that we clear through this fast. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are just starting to get that feeling. Yeah. So it, like MMOs might not be something that people don't like to do now. It's just that the modern version of it uh, doesn't feel the same way that things did, you know, in BC. I think- and- vanilla and stuff like that yeah there are i mean i I would dispute what kungan is saying because i don't think a lot of people would like to be doing uh you know hardcore vanilla style 
uh, raid super difficult with no loot for 10 years. It, it's fun no, no, for no. a couple yeah. of years, but I don't think so. But the that was still be, like the height of it for everybody, really. I mean, even like well, we can make the argument that it's better for most players now. But why then are like there way less players total now? You know, mm. if that's the well, best so case. well, if you're if you're if you're talking about I, it, gets into you know a different discussion. But uh, I think the best solution would be, as you were saying, to have a relatively accessible end game, but then have more content, and that's. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I think where they're failing uh, is that they're not providing the content. Not, I mean, sure, uh, we're getting back to the nostalgia factor uh, that that uh, T was talking about. Uh, you remember it being super awesome, but you also don't remember it being eight hours, or maybe not eight hours, but five hours a day, four days a week. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, right? That is yeah. something that Kungan doesn't mention, I'm sure. Or maybe he does mention no, he it. Does. He does. It's actually pretty it's, involved because he even talks about right. flying mounts ruined World of Warcraft, you know, and, that I think and a lot being of able to queue up ruined yeah. World of Warcraft. I think even, and all that I think kind of even Blizzard agrees sure. with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but you know, <laughs> sorry, yeah. the, the queue up again, uh, I, I really want to make that point because. Yeah, it, yeah, it ruined World of Warcraft. Sure, you remember having to do a dungeon, a forty-man dungeon, uh, of four hours a day, four days a week, and getting two items. You remember the fun of getting those items when you finally got them. You don't remember having to wake up before school in the morning to go and farm your freaking mats to get your potions so that you could actually raid because you needed to get the mats when the servers were uh, empty in the morning and then mm -hmm. having to come and your guild master yelling at you because you hadn't gotten all the mats. I mean, come on, really, is that something that's equally like as well? I, I don't, yeah, but, I don't yeah. know if, if it's unique from my perspective, but I definitely don't have anywhere near as much time as I did when WoW came out. Exactly. And I don't know how much of the player base is in that same place or not, but WoW is a, an aging, graying audience because new people aren't coming in mm -hmm. and new people won't come in. You know, you can throw new people at, you know, use a Hearthstone promotion, see what happens. And maybe there's people in there that will find it interesting. But I was playing WoW because everyone was playing WoW. And I was having a great time. But I think if all your friends are playing different games, it's very hard for you to, yeah. you know, have this really engrossing experience when you get pulled away from your friendship groups and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just think that Warcraft's always going to struggle to to be what it was because we aren't what we were. And really we're the, we are the audience for World of Warcraft. We will always be that audience and it needs to evolve with us into, you know, forms that we can continue to enjoy and scratch and relive some of that nostalgic. Uh, oh, I fun absolutely that agree with that. I, I, but I, I, you know, if you watch the video, there's a lot of points that really, really do hammer home. Some of the things that have happened that happened kind of little by little. And we've talked about on the show as when they happened, being positive changes but in the end when you look back on them now it's like well really what we've done is we've taken this huge massive world and we've like boiled it down to my auction house and my mailbox and the you know and my bank and that's like the world that most people now inhabit in world of warcraft and that's i think if, if that's the end result of all of these cool changes that did make the game more accessible to people without time is that even positive, or maybe should we have just gone on to other games, right? Uh, you know, and like I think that's really the point that he was making, and there's a lot of truth to it. But then there's like there's also, of course, a counter argument as well. I'm not going to dispute that. Mm -hmm. I totally agree so, that I wouldn't have the time today to do all the things that you had to do to raid the way I was raiding when I was actually doing like things like Old War and stuff and and ICC. <laughs> I do not have time for that. 
and and I definitely recognize that. But uh, I, you know, the world being so small is is a result of these changes now, and that's that's yeah. a, that's a shame, you know. No, I I completely agree, and I think what he's uh, uh, what a lot of us are are remin- reminiscing is the fantasy of the world you explore and those adventures you go on, and now it's really just you know click on a button to get on the list and go do your dungeon. Twenty minutes, you're gone, and we like the fantasy of having that huge world to explore. But I don't think if it was offered to us, we would actually play it for more than the time it would take for the novelty to wear off because it is it is a big investment. Maybe, you know, VR is going to bring that back somehow and, and the sense of exploration is going to be brought through different means. Or maybe in five years' time, the the thirst for that exploration factor is going to be revived and we're all going to be going back to a different type of MMO that is going to bring that, uh, you know, manage to to make that happen better. But I, I really don't think that the way we um, we experienced the MMOs in the early days, you know, quote unquote, of WoW uh, and maybe EverQuest and Ashron's Call. And I, I really don't think, you know, we've evolved and gaming has evolved. So maybe there's a new way of, to find, mm-hmm. to to create that space. But I don't think that old way would work today. And And when people say those changes took that away, yes, it did take that, that away, but also it brought convenience that we couldn't, that, that we, you know, we couldn't take away anymore. It's yeah. not even that we couldn't take away. I think we would have stopped playing, period, if that convenience well, hadn't that's, been Yeah, that's, ejected, that's what right? I'm saying, too. Because yeah. what happened is, like, the, the reason to talk to other people kind of went away, right? And that's that was one of the arguments that, that he was making was uh, you used to have to actually find, seek out people to play with and seek out things. And now everything is with a bunch of random people. It doesn't matter if you know them. So it takes away any, like, responsibility. I go into a raid. I don't care if I I am a jerk and I do whatever and I you know AFK and fights and all that. That doesn't matter because I'm never going to see these people again. Mm. I'm going to queue into a fresh new group of people. So like the way people play has changed. Like everything has changed. But I'm not arguing that like none of this should have happened. I'm just saying like there's a reason why the game is in the place it is now. And it's just you know over time the player base has changed. All these features have changed and it's not. And that's why MMOs may just not work because. People don't want to do the stuff that you had to do. We want to do it in a condensed. We want to do like all the leveling in about twenty-five minutes in a game of Heroes, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, Dota or League mm-hmm. or whatever. And then we want to like move on and do another another game. And uh, that's just probably where where people are now as as gamers. So mm-hmm. it's really silly to even try to make a game like Vanilla WoW at this point. Yeah. It's called Darkest Dungeon, and it's really hard, and it scratches that edge. <laughs> There's you know? a few no, people think, who want to do it, as long as you can make the game cheaply, right? Sure. Those people will do it, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. I think I think what it was actually called was EverQuest Next. Yeah, it was you know that <laughs> ultimate fantasy Uh-oh. of the huge world, living, breathing world that you can explore that's going to change yeah. by itself. and you that you shape. But well, those people are still yeah, playing Eve, aren't they? Yeah. The people who really want to, like, you know, do all the crazy grinding and stuff. Yeah, I think they're still, still playing EverQuest one and two. Yeah. There's yeah. a he- healthy, you know, community, several hundred thousand people that are still playing EverQuest one and two, yeah. and they're enjoying that, and that's awesome for them. But, yeah, uh, it is. There's uh, you can still play Asheron's Call on some servers somewhere. So first one, right? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, the second one got completely uh, gutted, but yeah. the first one's still popular with at least some community. So. Yeah, there's always something weird to play. Go out and find it. Terps, do you put in an article here about this guy that's trying to uh, reach one level 100 in World of Warcraft playing entirely on dance pads? How is he doing? Yeah, oh, I heard about I this. I class it up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is, is he succeeding? Guy, well, I think so. You know, it's not hard, is it? It's just awkward. Um, <laughs> so, like anything in WoW, any of these challenges, they're not hard. Oh, they're just, you know, inconvenient. Mm. And it's just like, oh, that seems like something I'd never really be asked to do. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, there you go. He's getting decent. Guy using dance pads. Getting some decent views on Twitch, which is great. Uh, he'll probably be in pretty good shape after all this is done. <laughs> uh, it looks really weird. This this gif is kind of hilarious. You know what it looks like to me? It looks so frustrating because to me, it's like if I was just trying to always, like if I just tried to write for the rest of my life with yeah. my left hand or something. Yeah. And just, just how frustrated I would constantly feel. Oh and gosh. I could never put myself through something I like this. Hate There's this. no way. I couldn't do it. Reminds me I just of, want to find uh, out kind of rotation wise what dance move is the best. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing like a rogue or something like that, like a sweet waltz or maybe like just start crunking. It'd be yeah. sweet. Yeah. It's probably uh, when he whips and nays, right? That's, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, when you, you, if you're at home, you're probably imagining like a single dance revolution, dance dance revolution pad. But this is like I don't know what, like five of these things all daisy chained up, a bunch up of them on the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's more like uh, Tom Hanks on the piano in uh, in Big. Remember that? Like you had to yeah jump around. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah, that's what it looks <laughs> like to me. It's um, you know, it reminds me of the challenges Japanese gamers would uh, put up for themselves, like finishing Metal Gear Solid just by only crawling, mm -hmm. or you know, doing. Uh, uh, what's it called uh, resident evil with just the gun or silly stuff like that it's, yeah, I, uh, it's I, fun. I reckon i could do this though i'd use the dance no oh oh yeah. he, would, he would use the dance for what he would use oh, the no. what? What did you oh, he's back. we're never gonna know he's back are you back no he uh -oh. his internet take a poo poo yeah, that was perfect timing on that. Well, wow. we'll see if he. Uh, he'll, he'll oh, he would use sure. the dance floor to dazzle us all. Yes, he would. He would uh, well, while we wait for Terpster to come back, we will jump ahead here to some Heroes of the Storm news. Zool is out. Came out while I was gone, um, and I was sad because I really wanted to try him. I have since. He's great. I think he's really great. He's super OP, but he's fun. Is anyone else? Well, uh, they did. They did just nerf him a little bit. Yeah. Um, he when he first came out, he was at. Uh, like 57% win rate, and it was continuing to increase. Yeah. I think it got into the 60%, and that's really bad. Mm -hmm. um, he's way, way too good at, at everything that he does. Yeah. But now I think he's a little more in line. I, I think he's still very, very good, but um, it's just, yeah. Like, I don't want them to keep putting out these new heroes, and they're just like way over-tuned. I like that the you know they're tuned high, so they're strong, so people play them. But I just I, I I want them to dial it back just a notch. But yeah, this guy's super fun to play, and uh, I I'm really glad they they had the feel of the necromancer uh, from Diablo two totally. kind of come across. Totally, his, it really does too. Kit. It feels good. Um, to, all that stuff feels good. He he. Uh, it's interesting you talk about overtuning at launch. Um, I feel like they they goofed a little bit with Lunara where she was pretty well undertuned and also a little buggy in some ways, and. Mm -hmm. Since then, it feels like they come out just firing all weapons, <laughs> like just mm -hmm. on fire, way OP. I I don't know how you maybe like you said, take it back a notch. I don't know how they do that, but I really I kind of agree. It just it's a little. I mean, you feel like a god playing him, and it's great, and and you're having fun, but it just it does so many things to the overall balance of the game when yeah. that happens. I think they it. need to release more of these heroes in the. Uh, uh, in the public, the PTR before they come out, so we can let the player base actually play with them. Because there's a lot of people who will go use it just to test out the new heroes, yeah. and you'll get a, a bigger, 
uh, range of, of scenarios and situations to see what the win rate is rather than just internal testing, right? Yeah. So I would like to see that to become like kind of the norm is every time a new hero is going to come out a week before it comes out on the PTR and then you get uh, a week of play and then they can make some balance changes right before it actually hits. Because hmm. it does, it, it, it skews the game a little bit, right? When a hero comes out that's this good and then every single quick match you play has one on each side and uh, you know everyone is kind of playing around it or trying to figure out a way to to counter that one specific hero, mm-hmm. and then the games aren't natural feeling. I guess is yeah. what ends up happening. Yeah, everything feels a little bit canned. You know, totally agree. Uh, Patrick, have you messed around with Zool at all? No, not at all. I haven't really gone back to uh, heroes since the blessed day that uh, Overwatch entered our lives. Ah. Again. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I mean, I went in and and tried him. Uh, you know, I didn't actually buy him but i tried a little bit he seems fun um i'm way more interested in uh li ming though zool for some reason doesn't feel like a character i'm uh, i would enjoy he's but, de- uh, he's definitely an uh, i mean he's gonna appeal to a certain play style certainly um and definitely mm-hmm. appeals mostly i i think if you like for example when i play him i'm like yeah this is this reminds me a lot of nazebo and why i like nazebo um or zagara they kind of have a they all feel something, something about them. They all feel like similar specialists to me. And I, and so it's, well, he's a specialist that can also get into a fight and do something. That's and true. That's, yeah. Yeah. Which that's is like, the, like, yeah. Cool. And those other two are similar. Like, you know, and the Zebos are real threat in a fight and can do mm-hmm. some real crowd control and some crazy stuff. And, and, and he's that way too. And to me, that's, that speaks more to me than say, I don't know, murky or some other, Specialist. Like yeah, Asmodan or something like sure, that. Yeah, sure. murky especially. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Where it's like that's pretty much all you do. Yeah. This is what you do. Yeah, you push a lane. Um, and Ab- you show up at a team fight to throw a fish on the ground, and then you, you bail. <laughs> you get the hell out of there. You bubble and get out. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, uh, Asmodan's Asmo dunk thing is pretty badass. And, oh, uh, that looks so awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was pretty thrilled to hear that. And and having it co- you know coincide with March Madness here in the states is is a nice little touch. So. Good job on that. All right, so we have a confirmation so I, on a I'm brand guessing, new... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to ask what March Madness was. It's some kind of sports sports bowl thing. Oh, it's yeah. uh, it's it's essentially the purge that we do here in America. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> for all of March. Yeah, for 30 days, all laws are right. called off or whatever. Awesome. Uh, no, it's uh, it's college... America during March. Yeah, it's collegiate, it's collegiate basketball tournament. Uh, college mm-hmm. basketball stuff. Actually, our local, uh, the University of Utah team is like uh, killing it right now. We may go all the way. Yeah, yeah cool. it's going well. If you're and there's like third, third, they're picked third or something, which means they could really do an upset and do something good. Anyway, it's all right. Yeah. Sports March Madness is when everyone pretends they know anything about college basketball. Exactly. <laughs> it's more of a way. It's more like people just bragging about where whatever school they came from. It's an excuse to do that. Um, or where they live, so it's a lot of rivalry stuff. But the rest of the year, nobody cares about college basketball. At least yeah. I don't think so. Uh, Dakar, or, uh, sorry, Dahaka confirmed. He's uh, for those that don't know, Heart of the Swarm, dude you found on the proto uh, Zerg planet, kind of a uh, early Zerg, pre-evolved Zerg dude with one big slicey arm and one little shorty arm, and his uh, cool glowy shit on his back and. Uh, you get in there and he's a pretty rad character. Anyway, he's confirmed. He's coming. There were some teasers while I was out of town. It's all been confirmed. So now we know. Here's his role. Melee warrior. He's considered easy to play, which I think is good for warriors, in my opinion. 
Uh, his mount, he doesn't have one, but he instead he burrows to any bush or vent on the battleground and has a 40-second cooldown. That sounds great to me, except that cooldown is really, really cool. That yeah. cooldown is kind of brutal, though, don't you think? Oof. Well, the cooldown, it's it's similar to other heroes who have things like this. Falstad's cooldown is pretty long on that Z. Because mm. it's it's really, really powerful when you can just do it whenever the hell you want. That's true. Um so there has to be there has to be a limitation. It's it's fine. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't considered that. Um his trait, essence co- collection, is this. You collect ten essences per hero takedown. So these are hero takedowns. You get two for every minion you kill nearby, storing up to fifty maximum. So he's one of these, let's stack all my stuff, guys. It's like blood for uh, for Butcher and whoever. Uh, activate to consume all stored essence and regenerate health over the next five seconds for each stack consumed. Can cast during drag and burrow. So uh, it's a it's a health regen. What's the word? Self. What's the word? Self heal. Yeah. Heal sustain. Sustain. Yeah. Thank you. It's a sustain. I imagine ability. it's going to be quite a bit of healing, too. I mean, we haven't actually seen it in action yet, but um, to just have to like store it up and then. And then use them. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting it's going to be like when he has a full 50 stack, it's going to be pretty insane to try to take this guy down. Yeah. Uh, his his get out of dodge Z mount thing sounds a lot like um, Anubarax burrow, except that thing's shorter distance and much more frequent. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's like an escape and a stun. So mm-hmm. this is more of a just uh, j- like this is just map movement Travel, and, right? and ability to yeah. just yeah, yeah get somewhere really quickly so what he'll be able to do is he'll be able to uh you know stay in a lane for a little bit and then just suddenly you know move to the vent near the objective and join the fight it's like so, oh no there's, there's, like there's a fight on the boss we got to get up there and he can get there in no time and uh, he also shows up on event so he's invisible when he arrives mm-hmm. right yeah. he suddenly so just comes out of nowhere yep that's yeah. kind of great um all right basic attack or sorry his basic abilities are drag for q Lashes with your tongues, deals light damage, or your tongue rather, to the first enemy hit, and then dragging them to you for 1.7 seconds. Uh, Dark Swarm is over the next three seconds, you gain the ability to move through units and deal damage to an area around yourself. Deals double damage to heroes, can be cast during drag and burrow. So that's a nice little uh, mobile attack. And then uh, E is burrow. Burrow into the ground, enter stasis, and become invulnerable for two seconds. And uh, that seems pretty rad too. He's he's he's. Uh, they're definitely going for the hey, you know what? The Zerg can get underground and do shit, and they're and they're mm-hmm. playing with that that lore here a little bit. It sounds like he's going to have a lot of control because he can get deep and and he has the burrow. So if he gets deep and then suddenly people start dumping things like uh, you know heroic abilities on him, he can burrow, mm-hmm. save himself from those, and then he can get back up and drag somebody from the opposing team back into your back line. Uh, and then, you know, Dark Swarm, so he can grab somebody and then, like, walk straight through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the front-line hero on the other side. Yeah. So there's going to be some really, really cool combos where you go out and you get the Li Ming and you get the, you know, the Morales and you bring them back to your team, you know, a la Stitches eating you and stuff, but yeah. with a little bit more... It's a little trickier, yeah. But uh, it's but definitely I, I see the I see the combo here. Sure, and it's definitely it feels like an answer to some of those backline characters that lately have been sure. eating everybody's lunch. So um, I'm trying to figure out how they call this easy, by the way, because yeah. I'm looking at these, I'm like, that's that sounds a little that sounds kind of complicated, to be quite honest. But yeah. I haven't I haven't played with them yet. It sounds so a little know. skill shoddy, but we'll see. We get them on. I want to say it's not next Tuesday. Is it next Tuesday? Yeah, the 22nd. I think it's going to be a week from Tuesday. Is it a week from Tuesday? Uh, All right. It's, it's basically every three weeks we get a new hero or something like that. Yeah. So uh, Isolation is his exactly. first uh, pick for heroic or, uh, slash ultimate. It's a You launch this biomass, that sounds nasty, that deals damage, silences, <laughs> and slows the first hero it hits. 
For 30% for 30 seconds, that's a pretty gnarly slow. For the next six seconds, the affected enemy loses sight of all allied heroes and has greatly reduced vision. So literally anybody around you will poof out of existence for uh, six seconds. That's really long. That sounds so scary, by the way, yeah. when this happens to you. Yeah. If you're playing and it's a big team fight and then all of a sudden it's like, all my teammates are gone and I don't see anything and I'm dead. Yeah, that's so. gnarly. Um, and then the other option or the other choice is adaptation. After a five second delay, 60% of all damage taken during this time will be returned to you as health. It's a bit like uh, Butcher in some ways. Um, it sounds great. That seems like a great way to not die. Uh, yeah, they're... it's kind of like uh, uh, the monk's uh, thing, but done to yourself, right? Yep. So, you know, yep. where the monk makes you invincible, and then all of a sudden you get the big heal at the end. Yep. Um, it's it's kind of like that in a way, but uh, Isolate, you can yeah. kind of go like offensive or super tanky defensive uh, with these two selections here. Isolation, I would argue, is the team fight or the the best for your team choice. And if you're solo queuing, Sounds amazing. adaptation yeah. is more your style. Uh, yeah. And then finally, so, and Patrick, I'm really curious about your opinion on this, given uh, your play style in the game. But they've announced something that I think a lot of us on all our other hero shows on Core and on Stormcast and other shows have kind of predicted this or at least hoped for this because I hear it talked about a lot. But they're, they're basically going to give us something called the Lost Cavern. And the Lost Cavern is a single lane, team fight focused, grab your friends, get in there, go for it, custom game only, kick-ass awesome idea and it's very different from the rest of the game you'll never have public games in this or well public in that you can't queue for it but you you can just like literally go into your like the frog pants group in there right click a dude's name and invite him to this weird custom game and suddenly it's five on five in a single lane match where there are no health wells there are no towers to fight or deal with it is just go for it and I've seen a lot of positive reaction to this. I'm curious what you guys think, if you think it's going to be a, a fun thing in Heroes or not. Um, I don't know that I'm enough of a pro at Heroes to kind of pine for that kind of new mode. Um, the arena that they introduced at uh, BlizzCon and they're still working on sounded like something a little bit more, uh, you know, a bit more like something I would be into, especially since there there is solo queue and matchmaking. This one, you have to seek out someone that has the thing, and you join, and then you play, but you don't really get anything out of it, right? You don't get gold or or you know ranking you get fun or anything. With your friends, yeah. you get fun, <laughs> but really, who plays games for that? We we play to do our daily quests and to you know, yeah. um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure, and also. It's basically team fight. It's kind of like all random, all mid, uh, uh, except it's not random from from the other games. It's just team yeah. fights. Okay, um, you go in and and you just do a team fight. It's kind of I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe it's I'm going to try it out and it's going to be the the most awesome thing ever. We'll have some fun. But with I'm it. more interested in in the arenas. You know mm -hmm. what was it called? The arena. Yeah, yeah the arena. Enough. Which which that's a little bit closer to to a ram. The mode you're talking about where it's all random right, all right. bit right because you it's just it is random by default. Um, this is going to be really fun for like when we do, you know the the charity heroes brawl and stuff like that. Like that'll be cool for that. Uh, I don't see myself using this too much outside of things like that. Though. Yeah, fun streams. I don't think I'm going to log into heroes and be like, hey, who wants to do a lost cavern map? You know. Yeah, stuff. it'll be special eventy kind of stuff, and that's why I'm excited yeah. about it. Right. I, I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 And, I, and, and that's it, cool. Yeah. The fact that they're doing it at all is just a nice nod to that. That 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 that's a a segment of something somebody wants to do. Um, I mm -hmm. still, but it's weird not to have. We haven't had like 
any kind of news or dates or anything lately. No talk about arena at all. And I don't know why. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, that was surprising, actually. I, I For sure, I would have thought that they would have mentioned it. Uh, because here, it's sounding like we're not we're going to get this sooner than the arena that they mm-hmm. took about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the arena was the one I was the most excited for. So I wonder if they've mm-hmm. run into trouble or... You know, I don't know. Well, they've they've confirmed they could they've confirmed. I mean, Browder on on Twitter has confirmed he was still uh, working on it. Ooh, and by the way, completely different topic about heroes. Maybe you haven't seen this, uh, Scott. Um, he also mentioned that they're redoing the ranked mode and that they're going to go for a bronze to grandmaster system. So it's Ooh. not going to be fifty ranks. Yeah. Oh God, thank you. So thank you. I got a quick terpster update. Um, this is funny to update, by the way. Uh, he says, Internet's been dead. I said, oh, no, the whole office says, yeah, connection's being switched over to something. I'll let you know when I'm back. And then I just got this text. It says, all right, Internet's back, but now I have to go cover Shin's stream because he apparently just spewed on camera. Fun. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Uh-oh. Everyone go ahead and check live stream fail on Reddit. For that oh, one. that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he may be, he says he may be back, and if he is, he'll, he'll pop in. All right. Uh, anyway, exciting times in Heroes of the Storm, in my opinion. Also, there was the tracer leak. Leak. I forgot that happened while I was gone, and um, mm-hmm. we it was. Well, we knew of, this was coming. I mean, now that we have a release date for Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're probably going to see either a few weeks before or something like that. Tracer will hit the Nexus. Yeah, apparently, and, uh, it's April. Yeah. April yeah. for Tracer. Yeah, April and for uh, she has a, a, a weird, different system where he, she has uh, ammo and a reload mechanic, so it's not going to be mana or anything like that, which you hate, Scott. Um, <laughs> and that. she's going to have her um, ultimate. She's going to have it from uh, level one, and she will augment it at level ten in three different possible, one, or I guess, two or three different possible ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so very specifically. Heart, uh, Overwatchy character for Tracer, which makes sense. I am super jazzed that they went full on. Let's make her an Overwatch character in this game. Like, let's not <laughs> mess around and 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 you know try to f- cram in some sort of mana mechanic or or whatever. Like, they're confident enough in what they're doing now. I think with new characters, where they can say we we need to be creative with that and be you know basically make her an Overwatch character where. Where things, you know, in Overwatch, what matters over there? Timers and ammo. And ammo is... And, and reloads. Aiming. And aiming, yeah. <laughs> like, in, in, a, in a crazy way, they've somehow figured out how to pull that in here. And, and I don't know how it'll work out in play yet, but I'm, I think that is so cool that that's what we can expect. So now it makes me think about all the other characters in Overwatch that could make a transition over there and how they would handle it. And I'm more confident now in that than I ever was before. So... Uh, Good job, Blizzard, yeah, it I guess. sort of made me. It sort of made me even more excited for other characters that they could bring in from Overwatch, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm guessing there it's very unlikely it's gonna she's gonna be the only one. Um, I'm I'm you know there we might even see an event around the launch of Overwatch with several character characters bringing uh, being brought. Uh, so yeah, if they they really try to stick to the Overwatch feel of the character when they bring it in uh, to heroes. It mm-hmm. could be like fun to a whole 
I don't want to say a whole other level, but it's going to bring in a, a different kind of way to play heroes, which is where the the game is at its best, I would say. Like if you get to different characters and all of a sudden you have like a different way of enjoying the game, um, that could open it even more. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. All right, quickly, this I want to. we talked some about all this Hearthstone stuff, but I, we, think we didn't mention was this update in the patch that came recently where you can create these card recipes or these card recipes are there for you to choose from. Uh, I don't know what magic sauce is going on there, but that has got me back into Hearthstone in a major way. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and I and I I don't know what it is except to say I don't like the... The game is big and deep now. I know with standard format coming and stuff, that makes things a little bit easier too, but, but it's gotten so big and deep, and if you don't go to a website all the time trying to see what meta is shifted around or what cards are now considered crap or which ones are good... And then finding out, oh, I don't have those four cards, so this deck's worthless. Like that treadmill has has constantly kind of pushed me away from it to play something else. And to go in there and have it say, all right, pick Rexar. Uh, here are you know three recipes you can play with. Uh, this one's a control deck. This one's a you know trap heavy deck. This one's an aggro deck or whatever. Be able to choose that thing, and then immediately go. Oh, all right. I've got all these cards, but two, and it's giving me suggestions for what are decent alternatives to the two I'm missing. And bam, I'm in. And now I'm winning three games in a row, lost one, won another one after that. Like suddenly that changes the whole game for me. And I, and I realize that a lot of people see that feature as this weird noob thing, but it's working for me, man. Like I'm digging that. So well, this is exactly the audience it's meant for, and yeah. I'm glad to hear that it's actually working that way because it's hard for me to really understand mm. what that's going to mean as a player who you know has all the cards. I'm not, but when I look at those recipes, I don't ever see that replacement thing. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of hard for me to wrap my head around what that really works like, what how that really feels to a player who doesn't have you know a large collection, doesn't have a lot of experience building decks or or testing out meta decks and things like that. Right. Um, and so the fact that you're actually getting in and you're winning games and the decks are working and you feel like you're playing some competitive games, that's that's really really good news. So yeah, really surprised like me. Sounds like they uh, hit the nail on the head. Here. Yeah, I said really surprised me, and I'm and and I know that they'll probably well, I hope they'll continue to support that and add new decks and new recipes as time goes on and as new you know expansions are introduced and old ones go out, they'll tweak those and if they if they put some care into that and not just make them dumb. I mean, you know, this this takes some work on. Blizzard's part to make sure that the decks are good. It's yes. I, I, I suddenly it's like yeah I can sit on the crapper and play a couple of rounds or suddenly yes I do want to play a couple <laughs> yeah. on the thing and not feel like I'm way behind the curve or that I'm you know I'm too casual for for where this game has gone or any of that like it's actually that's really interesting to me and totally worked for me at least at this stage and le at mm -hmm. least so far because I went from like I can't do it to I kind of want to keep going. And that's yeah. I think that's what they were aiming for, you know, and I maybe yeah. I'm the, maybe I'm somehow the perfect target and, and it worked out that way for me and it's not for other people. I'd love to hear people's feedback on that, though. Um, the thing is, with, you know, 40 plus million players, there's people of, uh, you know, there's just a huge broad spectrum of people and how they play the game and what their collections look like. So it's I think what this really feels like is they're finally serving the people that weren't being served before. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is give give the players who are coming into the game a little bit late, uh, throw these people a bone, uh, get them to actually feel like they, they can compete because I think that's that's the worst thing about a game like Hearthstone is to come in late and just get completely knocked on your ass and then get that feeling of, I, I, I can't do this. Like, there's no 
way to enter this world. Like it's too late for me. Uh, and then you move on to something else. It right? feels impenetrable. So, yes, it feels like you cannot penetrate. Well, I don't like saying the word mm-hmm. penetrate a lot, but I'll say it anyway one more time. It feels like you can't <laughs> penetrate Hearthstone as easily. Uh-huh. And this is some nice lube for me to penetrate it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, really, what they've done is is create a um, an easy to get version of net decking. Uh, mm-hmm. They've created a bunch of net decks, integrated them into the game, and uh, it's making absolutely you're right. It's making everything easier, and the way they've implemented it, it works super well. I think this might might be the best feature of Hearthstone that has come since the uh, you know the game itself. I agree, it's super well. Done. I totally agree, and I, I didn't expect it. I, it happened while I was gone. I came home to that, and it was just like, oh yeah, there's an update on my phone or my iPad, and let's see what this is all about. And now it's like. Oh, all right. I'm. I think I'm playing Hearthstone again. It's really nice. weird. Really well, weird. Practice safe Hearthstone. Yes. Yeah, that's there you go. Say. Hashtag FTW or whatever. <laughs> uh, finally, in the uh, news segment here, we've got a little Overwatch news. So this also dropped while I was out of town. A lot of Blizzard stuff happened while I was out. Um, the Blizzard date happened, uh, or the release date rather, for the game, and how they're going to handle early access for pre-orders, which seems pretty nice. So May 24th is when you get it on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Sorry, Mac folks. I still maintain about a year from now you're going to get a Mac version, but it's not going to happen for a while. Um, I know I'm kind of alone in that, but I still think that's... An, that's. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to... They're not going to announce Mac it now. moving away from gaming. I, I, for sure, but they... Man. They, the only way we'll it's going to happen is if Apple uh, upgrades their devices. That's... The, you yeah. know, if they end up having discrete GPUs in their... In lot a lot more of their Macs, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, the problem but is I the think, only... You know, Apple is content with the mobile gaming going going their way. And I think the you're totally right. PC's not having it. I think you're totally right, which which is, you know, the, this, the ironic thing, I have a Mac Pro here, which does have discrete video cards uh, and would, could run it just fine. But mm-hmm. that is a market that is very specific to, like, graphics professionals and video editors. And it's just like it's not really... It's not a mainstream device. Their mainstream devices yeah. are notebooks, iMacs, and of course their mobile devices. Yeah, and the MacBook Air is becoming like the most common Mac you see now. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it did. So the truth <laughs> of the matter is, like everybody wants to complain that it's on Blizzard for not supporting it. Like, oh, thanks a lot, guys. Well, I've been fans forever because you'd supported Macs, and now I can't. Well, I, Blizzard's hands are a little bit tied, you know, to whatever hardware they can run on. But I just have this feeling that they're going to figure out some some way around it. I could be dead totally wrong, but I just have this feeling. Well, it's um, I I played it on my Mac, my uh, twenty fifteen MacBook Retina MacBook Pro thirteen inch, um, and it plays uh, through Boot Camp. Of course, it's not like I played on Mac OS, but low settings, native resolution, twenty to thirty frames per second. So it's possible. Mm -hmm. Low settings on a top of the line, super recent Mac. uh, It's possible, but yeah, if if just I guess if some people want to. uh, Give it a try. It's 20 to 30 FPS. Yeah. That's what okay. you can expect to get. Which is not great. That's pretty. Yeah, it's definitely not great, especially not great. on those settings. Yeah. Those, you know, they've kind of, they have a different reason to exist, those computers, and they don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I understand everyone's frustration. I really, really do. But um, damn, it looks good on PC. It's such a good game. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that's happening. 24th. Uh, you can pre order, get it uh, in the open beta testing. Three. Uh, I'm sorry, the 3rd through the 4th of May? That's not right. 
That's that, that yeah, is. yeah. So basically what happens is the open beta is going to start on the 5th, but if you pre-order or pre-purchase, you can get early for a couple of days for you and a friend. Oh, uh, you get two days of early access, basically, if you pre-order. But the open beta on the 5th is going to be for everyone. So anyone, if you want to figure out, if you want to, you know, try the game, if you want to, you know, if you want to figure out if you like it before you buy it, you can do that on the 5th. Uh, for I guess at least a week. Yeah, and then th yes, so uh, there'll be a big influx of players. I'm actually pretty excited about how that's going to go. I assume that. Well, I don't actually don't. When did they give a date on when the beta ends? Like the beta we're in ends? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. But they did say that we're going to have at least a version of the ranked play being tested in the beta. So I'm guessing it's going to be at least uh, another three or four weeks. It's it's not going to end uh, soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This game, this is going to be really good. <laughs> are, are you still playing as much? Oh yeah, I mean, I didn't for a week while I was gone, but um, it's cut into everything else I play. <laughs> and like, it's just, <laughs> it is kind of my go-to if I'm if I've got some time. It's like, well, what am I going to do? Well, I got all these, I got fifty games I'd like to be playing right now, but I really want to play Overwatch, so I'll play that. And we've got enough friends in there. Like, you know, half the time I get in, Dills is in, or Gorath's in, or somebody's in. So there's always two, three, four, sometimes a whole six team worth or six player team ready to go. And that makes a huge difference too. So, so yeah, the fact that everyone's about to get this is, I'm beyond stoked. I mean, I'm getting a, I'm, I'm, I'm for my son's birthday, pre-ordered a copy. He doesn't even know it yet. And he's going to be playing with me and, you know, it's going to be great. That game. And also those comics and animated shorts are coming. I think the 22nd is the Winston focused animated short. So like in a uh, I saw twenty first yeah. on Xbox.com. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be available on the evening on, of the twenty first. I think there was some backlash about that because people thought that meant you had to have an Xbox Live account, and you don't. Um, you just go to Xbox.com and slash Overwatch or whatever it is, and you can see it. Um, so it's an exclusive webby thing, but it's not. You know, you don't have to pay to see it. Uh, which yeah. is good. And it's going to be it's going to be on YouTube like immediately, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys excited about that? I just cannot wait for all of this video stuff that we're going to I just, you know, when the game's out, we're going to start seeing more and more of this backstory. And, yeah. you know, these characters are already so rich to me with nothing, really. Yeah. But like looking around the world. Have you noticed now there's all these like new signs up and stuff? Yep. Uh, yeah. There are posters all these like new little details in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And Lucio's yeah. apparently got a concert coming and like whatever Central Park is and there's movies starring these characters. There's like graffiti saying like robots go home and all this like it's <laughs> awesome. Dude. It's so, and, um, so great. They've 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 added I can't remember when, but uh, at some point during the beta, they've added more um, chatter between the different characters. Mm -hmm. um, and, oh, you were saying, Scott, something about Reaper and someone else. Uh, actually, it was Reaper and McCree. Yeah. So Reaper and McCree have a, a relationship. And, uh, yeah, I, that's, thought it was I, Han, I thought it was Hanzo and McCree. And you're right. It is Reaper right. and McCree. And yeah. Reaper says something like, ah, oh, when I was training you, you were a whatever. And he says, ah, thanks, yeah. says, I and and you'll you'll notice how much I've played the game. He said, "I've taught you everything you." Oh, sorry, I'm going to do the Reaper voice. Okay. I've taught you everything you know. <laughs> and then and then McCree goes like, "Not everything." Not everything. And, uh, yeah. Then shoots him in the face. I, yeah. Yeah. And they they've uh, they've made a little uh, uh, blog post about the fact that they're going to have uh, web comics and regular comics on top of the animated shorts which look so awesome. Mm. You know, I keep 
re-watching the gameplay trailers over and over again because they're they're so cool just to watch. They give you a feeling of what the characters are. And uh it's it's just the work they've been doing on this is phenomenal. And um I I just can't wait to see those to to have that world fleshed out a little bit more. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. I'm I'm super stoked. The world building they're doing is pretty pretty substantial. With nothing. With, with nothing. With hardly like anything. Saying, yep. They have yeah. There's just, you know, the, the most bare bones uh, multiplayer, competitive multiplayer game, and that's all there is. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, it's like we were saying at BlizzCon when they had Hanzo and uh, and Genji on that bridge, and he's like, oh, you are nothing. Mm-hmm. And he says, we shall see, drawing his blade, we shall see, brother. brother. <laughs> and all of BlizzCon went nuts yep. because he was the brother, and we didn't even know the character. No, we it's, didn't even know Genji at that point. Like, we, we, he, yeah, just, he had just been introduced. introduced. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and all of us were like, they're really good at that. They know how to do this better than anybody and make you care about characters you barely know anything about. Right and, now, you feel like a detective, you know, putting together all the pieces, and it's it's really, really fun. And, yeah. you you know, when you really kind of, all during skirmishes, I'm not even running around skirmishing. I'm just looking around the world <laughs> trying to find little Easter eggs and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of the characters in their older costumes and things before things changed. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, there's all these little one-liners, and you get them. Uh, you can also, like, as you open up your loot boxes, you're getting new lines and trying to find hints in there. Uh, it's it's pretty epic what's going on right now if you're in the... And I, I hate to make people not in the beta feel bad, but mm-hmm. like this is, I think, like the this is so fun right now. So getting many, in there and trying yeah. to read everything you can see and see if you can find new evidence of what's going on and what happened. Yeah. So many more of you are in there, though. I'm just I'm noticing my yeah. friends list just gets bigger and bigger of people who were yep. just complaining they didn't have access. Suddenly they have it. Uh, so, so it's good news, too, to know that, OK, there is a way there is a way in earlier than the release date. And that is pre-purchase. Yeah. So and that's basically six weeks away. Right. It's, yeah, uh, it's coming up. May- so yeah, it's if finally you buy, buy the, the 29th, crowd is then you're in the third, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got some couple of quick questions to get through. Here you go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> all right, town crier, where we take your emails and calls. Calls come to us at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Leave a message there if you have a question for us, or email us theinstance at gmail and uh, a couple of emails today, one from Carmen here that starts like this. Hey, instance guys, what if Blizzard is okay with the idea of people coming to a new expansion every 18 months, consuming it as quickly as possible, and then taking off until the next one is out? It seems like they might. this might be part of how they want to deal with things as they are. And honestly, I think it fits my play style if that's what they want to do. The only hard part is remembering to cancel and re-up subscriptions in between. Thoughts? <laughs> Uh, I mean, we've talked uh, about this some back and forth, but it's an interesting idea to think of this being the thing Blizzard wants people to do, you know, like come well, play and go come back sort of thing. I think they want you to do that, except they want you to forget the part where you cancel your subscription. Um, <laughs> but it's no, I mean, obviously they don't, it's not like they have a choice. They understand that people are doing this more and more in an ideal world. Everyone would stay subscribed all the time, but I think they understand that a lot of people are not go- going to be. Um, and I also think that they really try, you know, just like we said with the delicious cake metaphor from the last episode um they really try to bake it every year mm-hmm. it's just that they're not you know it's not like they're aiming for 18 months they're really aiming for every year and end up 
you know, only managing to do it in a longer time frame. I don't think it's their plan to say we're going to release one every two years or every 18 months and it's going to be fine. But the uh, everything else you're talking about, Carmen, is the reality of the situation. So I, I'm sure they would prefer the situation to be how it was five years ago with 10 million people staying subscribed nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoughts, uh, Dills, on that? But, whole but they're okay with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not really realistic anymore. So I think they realize that some people are going to play this way. And while it's not, like Patrick said, they would prefer that people would stay uh, subscribed. I think they are okay, if, if that's the question. Are they okay with it? Yeah, they're okay with it. As long as the, the game itself is still profitable, then it doesn't really matter. If people come in for a few months and then pay and then they leave, but it's a number that's in the millions that come back in and pay then that's a number that still makes money. So, sure. um, I, you know, people are going to play this game in all sorts of different ways now. And there's a lot of people who are going to play that way. And there's not really anything Blizzard can do other than uh, find some magical solution to making the game something that keeps your interest uh, continuously. Right. It's and, also kind of it's kind of how I play stuff right now. You know, yeah. This is my. I stay subscribed, but I play less and less, and (laughs) it's okay. I every now and then though, I do get the hankering to log in and just do a couple battlegrounds or whatever, and I want that option, so I stay subscribed. Mm -hmm. Other people just unsubscribe for a while and come back and then binge and then get out. I just have the you know I'm I'm beyond excited for Legion. Like I'm so jazzed to get it and play it, and then I probably know that in a year after that it'll be like all right, well I'm gonna hold off for a while. I mean I may not cancel, but I may not. I'm not gonna be in there all the time, so. One way or the other, the pattern is happening. The question is how many people just stay subscribed to be there and how many unsub for you know six months to a year before they get back in. I don't know. Uh, good um, question, though, I also wanted to mention that uh, they've increased the price of the ex- expansion significantly um, in the past you know, two or three. It used to be that the expansion was, what was it, 40 bucks, the initial price? So it was a really, really an expansion price. Nowadays, it's a full game price, right? That's 60 bucks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 55 or 60. So. Yeah. so I think that also, you know, they've realized that people just come in and uh, play for a little bit and then leave. And if that's the case, you know, if they pay a full priced game every couple of years, even if they stay for a couple of months and pay an extra 30 bucks just to, you know, have the um, subscription for a couple of months. That's also a pretty good deal for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the full the 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 increase of the price of the expansion, I think, came partly from that idea that people are not staying subscribed uh, very long, yeah. or you know, some people are just going to come up, come and play for three months and then leave. Yep. Uh, Karen wrote in, says, "Hello, people." We know that Overwatch came from the ashes of the canceled Titan. Do you guys think one day they will flesh out this world a bit and it could become an MMO again? Kind of how Warcraft evolved to become one of uh, become one from a very different beginning. Well, Karen, I've made this argument before, and I'll, and I I think that they could. Whether they will or not is a different issue because there's a lot of economics and whether or not that's still a viable genre and all those things we talked about earlier in the show. Um, but but there's. There is, I think there is a thing over a Blizzard where they believe very strongly in starting with what works the best and then building out. I don't think that the shooter is the final genre that we will ever see anything happen with, with, uh, with Overwatch in. I think it could be potentially become a bunch of things. And I don't just mean characters over in Heroes and things like that, but like adv- advancing into something else, squad-based shooters, or uh, that's a bad example, but... An MMO is not off the table, and as far as I'm concerned, fighting game. 
fighting game. Yeah. You know what? You've said this before, and I'm actually kind of with you on this. It'd be a great fighting game. Uh, 2D, not 2D, but, you know, Street Fighter V style. Something. But if we got a fighting game, don't you think it would be similar to, like, Heroes, where it would be all all of Blizzard games all combined rather well, than possibly. Just- just Poss- Overwatch, possibly no, get, like a Marvel versus Capcom type of thing. That's but, a that's a decent point. You know, Overwatch yeah. versus Warcraft. Because like if, if you were trying to make a fighting game, you could just add as many you know you could continue to add games. But yeah, a side, a, you know, just side scrolling fighting or whatever. Or you could do the three D thing where mm-hmm. people can move around. It, there's so much you could do with that. Yeah. And if you have the access to all the characters, then that'd be pretty cool. And seeing the success yeah. of games like like I'm not I'm not wholly unconvinced that that Titan was trying to straddle the line between what Warcraft was and what things like the division are, uh, which is fresh on my mind because I'm playing it now. But um, I, I think that that may have been close to what Titan was aiming for in the world of overwatch. It's entirely com- uh, feasible to me that at some point they go back to that drawing board and they create a, a very popular uh, third person or first person shooter based a larger world MMO thing with a bigger arc and a story and, you know, less of the competitive. It may even just be technically it could be a sequel to Overwatch in, in general. It could just be, you know, Overwatch world or whatever the hell you call it. And suddenly well, they don't even there. have to create a new game. They could just add MMO features into Overwatch as it exists now, yep. like some a couple of PVE kind of things where you can group it with your buddies and go out and kill, uh, you know, mm-hmm. NPCs and stuff, you could do some of that, and then also, of course, progression and social features are already kind of being added, and that's that's where you <laughs> fill that MMO kind of niche, right? Sure. Yeah. I guess there's there's some of that for sure that could happen. Uh, I I do wonder where it starts to, you know, turn into what they were trying to do with Titan, which ended up not working, and this is why they canceled it. So mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. that question as well. Um, I think th- be, there's another thing. There I, could be some half sorry. measures, is all I'm saying. Is it could be yeah. they don't have yeah. to go full blown Titan again, but they could go somewhere near it. You know. Anyway, no, absolutely. Measure. And the world, the world. We we just spent you know ten minutes gushing about how well fleshed out it is. Um, I'm wondering. I don't know anything about you know Titan from when I was there. That that was kept very secret, so I don't have any inside knowledge. But. I'm really wondering if uh, some of the reasons why we think it's so fleshed out is that some of this, some of what uh, Overwatch is now with the relationships between the characters and the story and everything was actually developed to some extent for Titan. And that's why it feels so real. Um, It's because, you know, they had worked on this as on the story side for a long time. So they have all of these this basis to go off of when they want to flesh it out in the world. I'd bet money um, on that. So maybe I, I think you're dead right. I don't think there's any, well, in my mind, there's no question. Obviously there's question because we don't know, but it, it, I would be shocked to find out that that stuff wasn't already heavily in the works uh, in terms of story mm-hmm. and, and world and all now that. How stuff. do you, how do you guys feel like if, if, if it went this way, if they decided to just add MMO things, this is like, could, could gear and things like that work? I mean, I think if you if you're going to keep this kind of one game at a time, very balanced experience as like your main way to play the game, you obviously can't have one guy have a gun that's just better than another guy. But if you um, had another mode where people could gear up and play against each other, well, how does Des- Destiny play, does this, right? Patrick, Patrick, or uh, Destiny does a thing where you, uh, when you play the multiplayer aspect of it, it isn't so much about your gear. I mean, your gear is good, but is, aren't things kind of equalized in the in the multiplayer? Or they're you know, in in what? Oh, in, in Destiny? Destiny, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you get you get everything equalized. You still have the different types of weapons. So the gear matters in PVE uh, more than PVP is what you're yeah, saying? It, yeah. it does, yes. Okay. You're well, okay. The 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 level and the power uh, is equalized when you do PVP. However, if you have a special gun that, you know, shoots ducks, it's still going to shoot ducks and they're going to run around going quack <laughs> quack quack. Uh, so that's not going to be no Hold on, you just fixed um, destiny for me by the way. This is a duck shooting gun. <laughs> It's all good now. <laughs> I think that that could be an interesting uh, weapon. Um, but I think what could work even better for something like uh, like Overwatch is something they mentioned, uh, Kaplan mentioned when they were uh, working on the progression systems and something that didn't work for the, the competitive game was uh, different abilities. Mm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. when Reaper would do his shadow step, he would regain health. Or, you know, there would be... Oh, know, I see, yeah, yeah. Stuff abilities and i think that could be a super fun element of a progression system more than gear maybe because yeah you know the thing with gear is that you get a higher number like in mmos you get end of end the division and all of those games you get a higher number to be able to tackle uh more powerful enemies from which to get a higher number gear to be able to you know and that's a treadmill yeah yeah sure it's like different continues. abilities uh, the, sort of going the Diablo route a little bit, which also involves stronger opponents, of course, but like that fun of being able to press a different button or have your button do something a little bit different, I think would fit uh, the yeah. world of Overwatch a little bit better. I agree. I think if there's uh, if, if there's enough players where you can say, you know, once you reach level 10, you get to augment one of your abilities and you get two choices or something, and then people can kind of make their characters feel a little bit more unique to them, and then you play against other people who have that many uh, upgrades, mm. then it, you know, it could be okay. You could totally yeah. have a thing where it's still PvP, and uh, everyone's a little on equal footing, but you have changed your, your, you've tuned your character the way you like to play them. Yep. Uh, I was, I think I was really thinking about PvP pve for this i think they specifically said they wanted pvp to be very expected you know to you yeah, you have to know in what a you, box yeah yeah what what you you're going to expect if you see a reaper then you know what he's going to do um but for a pvp kind of thing or maybe something completely different i don't know i mean there, there's so many ways they could go i think with it could totally work pve i mean think about heroes you know there's all these specs you go down as you do a thing and mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. can spec out you can spec out dudes in overwatch sure why not like my dude does a little more damage. My dude heals a little more. That's the difference. Between you could the two. make a, you could make a nice. My guy has his bullets explode. My guy has his bullets slow or something. Sure, you, know? you could uh, actually. Team Fortress Two does this a bit with some of the augmentations to weapons and things. They try to still keep a balance, but it's you know, yeah, one grenade might explode differently, or the stickies don't work the same, or whatever. Yeah. But I, it definitely I, makes things a little more complicated, and I and I definitely uh, acknowledge that, but. If you're playing against other players of the same level as you, then those players have progressed to the same amount as you, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, they understand that things have changed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and the players who start at the beginning, they, they don't have to worry about it. And then that gets kind of drip-fed to them over time. Look, I would take a isometric view, uh, shadow run style, um, turn-based combat, freaking <laughs> game on mobile. I'd take whatever they want to make the genre into. Um, I'm, I'm all for that. And we'll see what they do in the future. Thanks, Karen and Carmen, for your emails. Always good stuff. The instance at gmail.com is that email address. Use it liberally and we'll read them on the show. It's going to do it for us, everybody. Uh, let's whip around the horn and see what people are up to. Dills, you've always got a million things going on. Something uh, you want to mention for the uh, listeners? Um, so check it out. I mean, mostly just uh, check me out on the Twitters at Willie Dills and Twitch is twitch.tv slash Willie Dills SF. Streaming a lot more uh, recently. And there's actually going to be 
a uh, lot more streams and other content coming soon and uh keep your eyes open uh, i am launching an individual patreon soon we got a video in the works and everything else is created but uh, that is going to happen and that's going to have some fun little perks for people and things that you guys can participate in if you want to so no no actual release here i'm not going to share any links but uh, some people have been asking about it so i just want to let you guys know that is happening that is a thing that's coming um and uh, outside of that i'm going to be at south by southwest's gaming stuff today and tomorrow so if anybody is around and in austin it's free if you were thinking about going but you didn't know if you could it's free you can just come on down and uh, shoot me a tweet and we'll hang out nice and do stuff very cool uh Patrick, what's going on, man? You're going to Japan soon, so what are you doing right now? Uh, well, right now I'm preparing for going to Japan. Ooh, there's a new in-development video for Heroes. Mm. Hmm. Okay, well, right. there's there's the Haka apparently uh, being featured. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm getting ready for Japan. This is so exciting. I'm going to be spending two months in Kyoto, and uh, I, I, I couldn't be happier about all of this. I'm still going to be doing... Um, uh, most of the shows, I don't know how it's going to work out for the instance for those two months, but, uh, well, we might figure something out. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I'm sure, I'm hoping we're going to be continuing uh, Overwatchers. However, we did record a new episode a couple of days ago, and we went over all of the patch info, a bunch of stuff that uh, came out um, with our good friend Garrett Weinsroll. And you can find that at uh, amove.tv. The show is called Overwatchers, and it's basically all you need to, to uh, all you need if you want to have lots of Overwatch info. And on Twitter, I am not Patrick, so you can go follow me there. All right, he's literally Patrick at not Patrick. So. Try to keep that straight in your head, That folks. is literally what it is. Uh, Theinstance.net is our website. Please frequent it. It has all the links to everything that we do, so you can find it all there. Of course, the show is free. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Instant show on Twitter. Scott Johnson, Willie Dills, the underscore T, and not Patrick. More shows like this at frogpants.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Dills, for Patrick, and for the uh, now streaming because someone barfed uh, Terpster. We'll see you next time. Poor drop rate has people looking for Love Rocket in all the wrong places. It's the Overly Dramatic News on Hunts the Wind. We've reached that time of the year when love is in the air, but for many frustrated mount collectors, all they can think about is what isn't in the air. Them on a big Love Rocket. Year after year, alt after alt, they battle the Crown Chemical Company only to come up empty. Rumor has it that the odds of winning one of these amorous aircraft are only slightly better than winning Powerball. So it really shouldn't come as any surprise that some are going to, shall we say, extra-legal means to satisfy this pent-up demand. Recently, ODN has received reports of counterfeit BLRs showing up in various auction houses. While the source of these fakes is not certain, one rumor is that Elon Musk's SpaceX company is using the holiday to cover a secret test of a new version of their reusable short-range launch vehicle. The theory is that since Goblin technology is expected to blow up, any test failures will go unnoticed to SpaceX investors. At last report, the Azerothian Trade Commission is investigating this rumor, but advises any recent rocket buyers that if your rocket lasts less than the distance between four Quest Hubs, consult your mechanic. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings, gamers. This is Mucow, a resident expert on a common gamer condition called Altitis. If you are into the art of collecting, why not use your alt army for pet collecting? 
while your inventory of battle pets might be a count wide, you can use every single last one of your alts to gather them. For your max level alts, you can find pets in just about every raid, and usually at a better drop rate than mounts. If you want less of a time investment, you can also find them in some dungeons. That lovely garrison of yours can also drop pets in missions, and you'll even find them in the shipyard. In all of these cases, the more alts you have, the more chances you have to make them drop. You also find a number of ways to get pets during the various holiday events throughout the year. Having your alts gather holiday currency can be quite effective, and for random drop pets, each alt will have its own chance. And even if it is best to pick one of your alts as the main pet battler, you can still use our army to gather all of them. Of course, I'll be a bit busier doing my favorite type of collecting as I level every class and race. Gotta level them all. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss the topic further, find us on Twitter at altitisnet, and show notes can be found on altitis.net. On behalf of the alt army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your altitis. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.